Oh, no way. Oh, that is the best news. Melanie, hello. We'll catch up later. We haven't got time. Welcome to Two Guys, A Girl, and the Podcast. Today we're talking about um, the an interesting episode. I can't look at the episode title without giggling. Um, it, the title of the episode is The Giggle. It's the last of the David Tennant specials uh, for this season. And um, so we'll get into it. But I am Ken. Jeff. Julia. Annie. And before we get into this, we can talk a little bit about Doctor Who to- Doctor Who news. I don't know if there is anything. Uh, little by little, we've been getting rating information from the first, the Star Beast and whatnot. And um, I don't know how well it's doing because it's just kind of like half the the people reporting are saying it's excellent, and the other half are saying it's a it's not that good. And well, the Star Beast got around with everything because mm-hmm. that finally came out around seven million. So that's the, I I don't know if it, is it the iPlayer or the DVR or whatever, but the the cumulative, the rewatches and all that, it got up to seven million. That's in England. Yes, that wouldn't include Disney Plus, which I don't think Disney Plus gives that information out. So, no, I don't think so. I think Disney Plus was seven or eight people. I think. <laughs> um. Yeah, anything else for Doctor Who news? or? Yes, they're doing another missing animated story. They're coming out with the Celestial Toymaker to tie in with the Giggle. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> the animation looks kind of weird, like they tried using computer or something. Yeah, It, it looks, looks like very they're... scary to me. Well, it looks like they're experimenting with, are... different, with yeah. different animation. And... Here we are. This is the first one that would be done after the partnership with Disney or the second one or whatever. And I don't know. A lot of people are ripping on it. And I go, well, are you still going to buy it? And they're all like, yeah. I said, so you're ripping on it, but you're still going to buy it to support it. So if you're ripping on it, why are you going to go buy it if you don't like what it looks like? It's just that it's got Disney funding now, and Disney is known for animation. So I had higher hopes for the next animation I don't know than if what Disney we're getting. Is, I don't know if the Disney money is going towards the animations. Hmm. Well, it might not be. And probably no, because isn't. this was probably been worked on for a while. before. No, yeah. At least Underwater Menace was done before the Disney money. Yeah. Well, and then, and then the question is... Again, if you're a collector and you want to get this stuff, then you're going to buy it no matter what. But there's also the mentality of, isn't someone, maybe someone at Disney, if they feel this is a lucrative product, which we don't know if it is or not, would they all of a sudden say, hey, let's bring some money in and let's redo the animations and make them better. And let's re-release these things on Disney Plus. Maybe, maybe not. You know, there's a lot of other options. And then, you know, so then you're going ahead and buying another animation down the line. And I don't know if I would. I mean, I have all of them up to this point, except for Web of Fear. And am I going to sit there and, and, well, maybe I will. If if they redo Invasion, but it looks really fantastic, I might buy it again. But, geez, I don't want to. (laughs) But, anyways. (sighs) But it, I didn't it's, think it looked that bad. I mean, I well, think, yeah, it looks kind of weird. I mean, looks, better, the, looks better than this episode we're going to talk about. No, sorry. Uh, give you guys a preview of what I think. Oh, I already knew that. I already knew oh, that before okay. this episode even aired that you're going to go back to your I hate everything. I want Chibnall. No, okay. Uh, oh, for heaven's sake, just drop Chibnall. <laughs> Yeah. No, Ken hates everything. It's just it's the way it goes. No, I, I had positive reviews of the first two episodes, so we'll, we'll get into this one in a minute. Um, is there anything that anyone wants to talk about that they've been watching or? Yes. Oh, good. I saw Godzilla minus one. Yeah, and I think that is my movie of the year. It was really good, and I think it's probably like the one of the best Godzilla movies ever. Well, I finally finished watching season two of Invasion. Yeah. And I was hoping it would be the final season because they got really close to wrapping things up. But mm. Invasion is very slow. 
looks like yeah. they're going to be dragging out the final solution to the issue for like a whole other season, oh. which I'm disappointed at. Yeah. And I'm watching Soul Horses, which is also very good. Okay. What about you, Julia? Anything good? I finished watching Annika, um, which is a series with Nicola Walker that I, I love her. And it's a very good series. It's sort of, I mean, it's a detective series kind of, but it's kind of amusing. And she breaks the fourth wall and talks to the camera. I think I've mentioned this before. And she like brings mm -hmm. you into what she's doing. And they haven't said if there's going to be a third season yet, but season two left off on a massive cliffhanger. So I'm anxiously <laughs> waiting to hear if there's going to be yeah. three. But in true BBC form, they'll say, well, we canceled it. And <laughs> tough luck. <laughs> Actually, I think it's on ITV, but uh, regardless. Uh, I hope so, because at I least, think it's in collaboration with PBS, too, which may help. At least if it, yeah. At least if it's on ITV, they'll at least do one or two episodes and wrap it up if it's on it. Hopefully, yeah, because it was a very good show. I really enjoyed it. Okay. And it has Paul McGann in it. So there's your Doctor Who link. Well, mm -hmm. that's funny that you say he's in it because she, in the audio uh, adventures, is one of his companions. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I think we mentioned that last week. I th think we did, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't think I wa I've watched anything, so um, we could just move on, I guess. Uh, so let's get into this episode and get it out of the way. Um, <clears throat> okay, so the giggle. Uh, big episode. And it's not as big as people are saying online. People say this is huge. It's it's controversial. It's twists everything around. And I would argue that, no, it doesn't. It does everything that we've seen already. And uh, it was kind of boring. But that's my preview about what did you guys think of it? I wouldn't say it was boring. I would say that parts were disappointing because they just kept hyping it for so long. I mean, yeah. I think it would have been hard to meet any expectations. Um, I did really enjoy Neil Patrick Harris as the villain, as the toy maker. He seemed yeah. to be having a lot of fun with that role. Yeah, he did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially during the Spice Up Your Life. I, I oh watch... yeah, the, the Spice Girl song. <laughs> yes, that was that was my best moment. No, sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, I knew I, you were gonna hate that. You I, don't I, like well, I don't like musicals. Stuff. I didn't like when the master was dancing. I I don't like uh, the only time I. Well, anyways, well, hopefully we're done with musicals and there's no more music numbers. Yeah, but you like that Buffy musical episode, which yeah, nice. because they incorporated into that, and Star Trek did the same thing. Um, um, and I hate I hated Strange that. Okay, well. But I don't like it when all of a sudden there's there's this type of stuff. And hope, thank God, the Christmas special won't have anything like that. Yeah. Okay. Right. What? What? And um. But I also um his his accent annoyed me a little bit. Well, apparently it was written like that. It was written with the GE and everything else because mm -hmm. I watched the behind the scenes thing. Yeah, me too. Um, you mean the the German accent? Yeah, the German accent. That all that was well, written into the script exactly even, how he was supposed to pronounce it. Yeah, and they even referenced it in the show when the guy who came in to buy Stooky Bill said, "Oh, your accent's slipping." Yes. Yeah. Um, I liked the whole premise of it. The this this toy maker has has made everyone feel like they're right, and I was like, "Well, this isn't like what's going on in the world right now at all, <laughs> is mm -hmm. it?" No, it's. It was. I thought the premise was good. Yeah. I. I liked the storyline. I thought Suki Bill was creepy. Oh, yeah, it was so creepy. Those dolls. Really, and, and the, the dolls, they were, they were really creepy. It, it was really bit. interesting to learn that that really was the first thing that was broadcast on television. Yeah. I thought that was, I had no idea. Um, I didn't even know the guy's name, Logie Baird. I, I didn't know that was who first broadcast television. I had no idea. I said, I thought they were saying Yogi Bear, and I'm like, what? What is this? <laughs> and I, you know, I thought the premise of it was really good, and like Annie said, it was the Neil Patrick Harris just was fantastic, and I, mm. yeah, he chewed up the scenery, but that was sort of the role, mm -hmm. you know, because you usually get guests, people who come in as a guest, and they kind of go through the motion and 
give me the paycheck, but he put everything into it. He was like fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he was menacing. He was playful. You could really see him as someone kind of outside the universe with infinite powers. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, a, it was a, he was a lot like Q. It reminded me of the character Q from Star Trek Next Generation. And um, almost to the point where it felt, you, you know, kind of too much like that. You know, I just felt it was like not necessarily that original. Um, but with that said, I did like the original character in the um, <clears throat> TV series with uh, William Hartnell. And it was kind of, I thought they did a pretty good job with that character bringing him where he's coming out into the world and stuff like that. And he's not caught in some other world or whatever. And some of the concepts were pretty well done in this episode as well. How does this relate to the previous incarnation of the toy men? Cause I've never seen any of those episodes. Well, only one exists. Okay, and, I know there weren't um, a lot. I didn't know it was just one. They're making a poor animated one at some point. Sorry. We already talked about that. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, that the 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 original is obviously more reserved and kind of um, not as animated. Sorry, the pun, pun about uh, mm-hmm. jumping around and stuff like that. So, but that's the way that these new series are. The Doctor used to be more reserved, and now he's jumping around. And so they're trying to. I, I think I saw where Russell T. Davis is trying to match the energy level of Rus- of uh, David Tennant, and I think they did a pretty good job. Like you guys just mentioned that. You know, I think they did a really, you know, you, I, you can't necessarily say that Michael Gall did a worse job or whatever because it was a different character. But mm-hmm. there's really no connection. I mean, I like the, the lamps in the <clears throat> hallway have the, the card card suits, like playing mm-hmm. card suits. And that was a, a kind of a big visual element in the original um, Social Toy Maker episode. But. Other than that, Hart- there's really no reference to it, other than the couple of clips that we saw. Hartnell wasn't in it a lot. No. Because they, they, his mouth gets, he, he gets, they, he turns his mouth off, or he mm-hmm. can't, does, takes away his ability to speak, and then he turns them invisible, and you just see the hands. Mm-hmm. I think so, it was, he was taking a vacation. So like I guess, episode, yeah. I don't, is this the episode that Russell T. Davis said that was going to be a lot more fantasy elements, or was that the Christmas one? Maybe that was the Christmas That's one. That's the Christmas one. Yeah, this had, this, yeah, th- this this fit in pretty much with what we had originally seen, and like I said, it's almost like all bets are off. You can do anything. He can do anything. He he's going to turn bullets into flowers, and he can make people turn into to bouncy balls, and he just is a god. Basically, he can do anything mm-hmm. he wants, and um, but and he's also immortal too. As but he also they... can get he also can get stopped too and right. fold it up and put in a box somehow. Because he lost it's... the game. Yeah, yeah, and um, but they stayed true to that element of it. With um, that's how the original ended, where the doctor tricked him and and won the game, and he he sticks to the rules and stuff. So that's that's still pretty good. I do like how in in all of these, they're referencing old episodes of Doctor Who, and not just new Who, but classic Who. Yes. Um, and and like it doesn't matter if you haven't seen them because I think it was in the last episode they referenced some. What was it called? HUD or Had or something that the Hads. The, the I had no idea what that was. But they didn't make it sound like it was something that you should know and you had to know these things in order to understand the episode. It was just there. It was just mentioned. And I believe in this one they mentioned, a, um, besides the toy maker, they mentioned some other... Oh, they mentioned Adric. Yeah. yeah and and so Mel Jane. was there, which was... And, yes. they met, and they mentioned Mavic Chem, which I had to look up to see what the heck that was. Oh, yeah. And they talked about people yeah. they defeated. And he would, plan. Yeah, yeah, I had no idea who that was. And the eyebrows story too, because that comes from Spearhead in Space. Yeah, the Doctor is telling Liz, "Oh, these eyebrows would be great to communicate on whatever place it was." Yeah, a lot of little Easter eggs in this episode with a lot of mm-hmm. mentions and stuff like that, which, which is certainly um, makes makes some of our classic fans feel better. Um, 
and technically we ended up getting a multi-doctor story Should we talk about that now, or do you want to talk about your stuff first? Um, let's get to that a little bit later. Let's talk okay. about, I mean, uh, J- Julia brought up Mel. She was brought back, and they explained how she returned to Earth. Yep. And what happened to Sablon Glitz. I appreciate that they did that. They didn't just say, oh, look, it's Mel. She's here. Yeah. I, I appreciated getting her backstory. I mean, they summed it up pretty well. You know, they didn't go into too much detail, but yeah. they gave us just enough to satisfy people. Lived to 101 and died by tripping over a wine bottle. <laughs> Whiskey. Whiskey bottle. Whiskey bottle, yeah. yeah. So, um, I, I, you know, and I know this is related to that, but obviously, okay, so let's, let's, there's Mel, and she's working for UNIT now. Let's talk about UNIT for a minute. First off, we have this new building and this new established you mean control center. Avengers Tower there? or Star That's Tower? what I thought, too, as soon as I saw it. Looked it just like the, from the Avengers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, this is certainly setting up a spinoff. Oh, yeah. It's already been kind of sort of announced or rumored. Because they, they, the way they do it is they, they have all these characters that we, like that thing, that robot thing or whatever. Oh, they don't even, mm-hmm. the Vlenix? They don't even, they just gloss over it and say, oh, and, and he's there. Or, or it's there or whatever. And so if they do do something in the future, they can bring in Mal. They can bring in Tegan and Ace, Ace that they've already established yeah. working for UNIT, and other past Joe, companions. Possibly. They can Grant. bring in Donna. Donna just said she'd take the job That's for 120. Right. Yeah. You know? 120 yeah. and five, year, uh, five weeks vacation. That's right. Yeah. So it's definitely setting up this thing, which I, I'm not a big fan of spinoffs because I think the product is still, you know, how Disney's handled uh, Star Wars and Marvel, they've oversaturated the market. And I'm At least afraid, with Marvel, anyway. I, oh, yeah. I, I'm afraid that that might happen with this. But with that said, I would watch this special um, with this um, spinoff with Unit. I think it, and they're no longer a secret organization, sort of. They're sort of out in the open or mm-hmm. whatever. But, right. Um, That's like Unit has become what Torchwood was. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I know Unit's been around, mm-hmm. but Torchwood just kind of disappeared. Yeah. And hopefully, hopefully for good. Because that's liked, another. I liked Torchwood in, uh, for a while. I thought it was good. Yeah, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe for a little while. It just. But then it, it got weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Can we talk about Kate? Yeah. How do you guys feel about her performance in this episode? Her how she was written. I love her. Yeah, I think, I think she's she was great just actor. as normal. The her, I think, is great. I mean, she's a Redgrave, so it's kind of right. what she means. But um, I've always enjoyed seeing her on screen. Yeah, I really a- enjoyed seeing her. I really liked how caring she was for her men because at the end she made a point of asking for the names of everyone who died. Mm-hmm. Because they were, she for when and they went out on the platform. The first thing she looked for was the men were or the the soldiers. Like, where are they? Mm-hmm. You know. One thing I didn't like was when she first saw the doctor, she ran up and hugged him. That just seemed a little out of character for me, but yeah. maybe it's just a reflection of how desperate things were. I think but so, it, because then they came back in and they played all those um, clips from various people that was obviously, um, you know, referencing people who didn't want to get vaccinated for COVID. Yes. Um, and the world leaders was being like, <laughs> which was one of the funny lines I thought when one of the world leaders was like, Oh, you think I care about you? And Donna said, oh, yeah. let's change there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought the same thing before she even said that. Yeah. <laughs> now you're just saying the quiet part out loud. Yes. But it just, it just seemed a little bit out of character for me and it, just, it stood out to me. So I thought she was going to slap him across the face. Yeah. She, that's what I thought. <laughs> she looked mad. Yeah. yeah. And that feels like the slapping across the face feels like something that would have happened in the past. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they did that a lot. There was a lot of there's a lot of slapping in Doctor Who. If you, if you go back, maybe there's a video somewhere that people put on YouTube of everyone getting slapped, including Rory getting slapped constantly by Amy and stuff like that. But obviously, there was a reason to change that. And I guess the big thing about this was it wasn't like they were fighting aliens or monsters. They were fighting regular people people were the enemy mm-hmm. and um 
I thought that was kind of interesting, an interesting concept that they sort of mentioned, and then it was not even as important anymore because it was a sort of it happening in the background, and the big thing was the whole celestial or the toy maker versus the doctor. So it became almost like a secondary story, which Russell T. Davis does all the time, and he does a pretty good job of it. You know, it's, I'm not saying that as a negative. He sort of has multiple things going on at the same time. That's not like a Moffat story where it's like, what? But it's mm -hmm. more like, oh, okay, well, this is a pretty simple plot. And there's another simple plot and, and they're put together. Mm -hmm. and he handles them pretty good. And overall, I think this story had good pacing. It had good creepiness with those, that little doll that comes out of the... Uh, oh, those dolls. Yeah. Yes. Or what about the puppet show? Where he oh. takes out the uh, companions. Here's Amy, mm -hmm. and she died. And he goes, of old age. And he's like, oh, that makes it better? Yes, I thought that was effective. Clara. Well, that's okay, then. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I have a question. Didn't he yeah. forget Clara? No, Clara was there. No, didn't the doctor forget Clara? In Capaldi's mm -hmm. era, when he was at the diner, didn't he, she get blocked out from him? Well, it doesn't really matter because Matt Smith's doctor got a whole new set of 12 regenerations, but that got thrown out the window with with the, the timeless child thing. Yeah, I know, but I'm just pointing out, it was I have a lot of little quibbles about this episode, and that was one yeah. of them. Yeah, you're right. I, I, I'm not sure exactly how, and I had forgotten how, uh, you're, they're right, all of them sort of died, but didn't sort of didn't die and i think that's the toy maker's point that's why he kept mentioning it it's like well they're still dead but now you're, there's some sort of weird loophole and it's almost mm -hmm. like they're they're making and they didn't mention anything well i mean none of the companions in the um uh jody whitaker era past died but it, it was just kind of weird and we mentioned the flux and they could have brought up the guy dude who he can't ride a bike <laughs> no. Well, that's okay then. But it was uh, a very obviously the, the very surreal scenes um, with the puppets and stuff like that, and um, definitely added. I mean, I'm also reminded of the Mind Robber episode, which is a very fantastical, everything's possible type of episode where you know one minute there faces are being changed and the next minute there's a uni uh, unicorn or whatever it's just kind of out there but mm -hmm. yeah um so what else was in this one uh we had the um i guess we can get to um so i'm gonna make a comment about the regeneration <clears throat> <laughs> okay. I thought, was, I thought it was kind of sudden, and also it didn't feel like I, I wasn't invested in it. Like they they go over and he's regenerating, and it's just like, oh, oh well. And we end up he doesn't completely. You know, obviously, what happens happens, which by the way has already happened in Doctor Who. Everyone's freaking out about this, but it already kind of happened. And Russell T. Davis, I think, was the one who did it. Where we have another David Tennant doctor running around in alternate reality with Rose. But that's an alternate reality. This is the same reality. Yes. So there is yeah. a difference. Well, it kind of makes what those TARDIS the, the stories where they're in the Forever TARDIS, and you have an old fifth doctor, an old seventh doctor, an old sixth doctor talking to their companions again. It's as if they regenerated but they're still around yeah and i also think it, it also and i'm not saying this is a bad thing but because because i think what it does is it actually answers the question about the who second is, doctor who is what that other second doctor and in, in after war games from the two doctors or and even the five doctors he goes the time lords you erased your memory how do you remember your time with me okay I didn't think of that, but yeah. It also um, kind of answers the question about where the curator came from. Yep, that's true. Um, and possibly the Valyard. Um, so nah. it all, yeah, a little bit. Nah. So, well, he's he's the doctor. They said he was the he was a, a evil version of the doctor or whatever. But 
So anyway, between uh, the twelfth and final regeneration, which we all know is bunk now. Yeah, I did see a comment by by Russell in I think it was on ScreenRant.com saying that the bivalve or by or the by regeneration happened for every doctor, not just this doctor, which I'm having a hard time understanding. No, but no, so maybe that explains it. So, so you have a version of Sylvester McCoy waking up in the morgue, having his own adventure when Paul McGann is out having his. Mm-hmm. So they're both facing the master, but different versions of the master. Mm-hmm. And where the sixth doctor defeats Durrani and the seventh doctor defeats Durrani. No, 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 no. So that's what he's referring to. Well, you're talking about an alternate reality. Then, but that's what he's referring to. That's what so, this means. No, no, so it no. doesn't. It doesn't because they're both in the same reality, like Annie said. So this David Tennant doctor is going to stay on Earth. He doesn't travel with the other doctor. And he and the, when you mentioned he was battling his own master, what do you mean the master by regenerated too? Yeah, you know the Eric Roberts master. Yeah. So they split. That's what Russell is explaining of what happened to all the doctors. Yeah. Well, we never saw it before. Okay, so first off... so No, Russell because did... we went along with the Paul McCann doctor or the Colin Baker one. But we saw... The... That's what he's kind of referring to. That's, what, he, argue... that's, what, I ha- that's what I see. That's what was reported he said. And it just that's seemed weird to me. the old fifth doctor talking to Tegan in the memory TARDIS. Yes. And the curator and all yes, that. Yes, I, under- I understand that. Oops. But... I I don't what you're saying though is too literal. In in Legopolis, the other Tom Baker doesn't go off and battle the master. He goes off and does something else, and that's my my problem. Is now the Doctor character is diluted even more. The the ti- ti- timeless child makes the Doctor normal, it, it, not unique anymore. He doesn't regenerate. He's not. Like he's not the sixth doctor anymore. He's the six of hundreds. Because he's not, and he's also now immortal. Well, yeah, and well, apparently he's immortal before. So, and, and now he also has multiple regenerations kicking around. Why would David Tennant's doctor or Colin Baker's second doctor? What would he do? You're ta- you're saying he comes off and does own adventures and everything, but it, he doesn't sit there and have the same adventure along with the other Colin Baker doctor, he would go off and do something else. In theory, Tom Baker goes off and becomes a curator of a museum. He doesn't go off and have adventures. Well, David Big finish. This could explain all the big finish. Yeah, and the 14th doctor or 15th doctor, whatever he is, already took the other rose to the moon and took Mel to, what, 1920s Earth or something like that? Yeah. Amy. Yeah. So... But they don't have... Okay, so do they have all have their own TARDISes? Did Shudy Gatwa's doctor with the Malik go around and pound all the TARDISes so they all had their own TARDIS? How do you explain that? That wasn't mentioned. Yeah, okay. At least in the so, article I saw. So I think Shudy Gatwa's the doctor right now, and I think there's no other doctor, but now Russell T. Davis is telling us, nope, they're all there, and it dilutes the character. So now everyone who's like, oh, I want to see more David Tennant. I want to see more of this. No, now you, 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 you sit down and watch Judy Gatwa and you, that's what it is. I guess it kind of explains Big Finish and I guess it kind of goes off. But I don't like the idea of this. It does uh, feel like cheating to me. Yeah. And David Tennant's not going to sit back and sit in Donna's place and have picnics all the time. He, if the world's in trouble again, how come they don't all show up? How come we don't have multiple Tom Bakers and multiple Colin Bakers and multiple David Tennants? It, 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 it reduces the, the feasibility of all that happening because there's multiple versions of everyone kicking around. So it's not an alternate reality. It's You're saying they're in the same reality, but it's like certainly David Tennant and Shirigawa and future doctors can meet up with David Tennant because he's the most popular and explains where Tom Baker's is, but it's still kind of... Or maybe this is a way that they can have a David Tennant and, and, uh, you know... Donna Noble or whatever. Donna Noble series, another series, you know, spinoff of just those two. Yeah. Again, it dilutes dilutes the Doctor Who series. Yeah, I hope they don't 
I hope they don't do that. As much as I love David Tennant and Catherine Tate together, it, it just needs to be one at, at a time. <laughs> just yeah. one at a time. Like, if Thank he comes you. back for a special or something, fine. Yeah. But, yeah, he should just be off in France or wherever the hell it is he is with Donna. Yeah, I, I agree. And that's Getting why. better, because yeah. that comment that Donna made earlier in the episode and has been making all in all three... And then the comment that the new doctor made about him, you know, rusting, looking terrible <laughs> and, and skinny he has. and he needed to take to rest because he's just been running. And I was like, yeah, because you look at David Tennant and then you look at Shurigatwa, who is like muscular and healthy younger. and younger and then you look at David Tennant. I don't know if he lost weight for this or if they've just dressed him and, and styled him to make him look like skinny malinks. But He's he looked skinny. sick in the last episode. He looked yeah, he did. like he was ill. Well, and hopefully the actor isn't. Um... I don't think he is. I think no, it was just the way he stuff. was dressed and the way they had his makeup done and stuff. But he just looked yeah. gaunt. Yeah. But I mean, you know, and this is um, one of my criticisms of the Marvel Universe when they did Endgame. Um, Captain America goes, uh, maybe this is a spoiler, but Captain America goes back in time and lives his life out with um, um, Carter. Um, mm -hmm. But um, you, do you th not think that at some point, if there was a, if the world was in trouble that that captain america wouldn't try to do something about it that that steve rogers there's two now two steve rogers existing in the same world because one went back in time supposedly it's the same concept it's like david Tennant's not going to sit back and just not do do anything in the future and it opens up more possibilities but it opens up more like oh my god i mean you know or he, well, if something happens you can say oh the new guy's got it well, I, I still think it just it, from a from a perspective of watching episodes, Shudikot was the doctor, but now there's if if Russell T Davis Russell T Davis, by the way, Russell T Davis is working on trying to be more controversial than um, the previous Chibnall yeah. with Timeless Children. It almost sounds like he's trying to, and he I saw an interview with him where he smiled and looked at the camera and said, "Yeah." I'm doing this on purpose. And if he has that attitude, that's great. The show won't last long because it'll alienate fans and stuff like that. But hopefully they don't dilute the, the characters too much and just keep it with Shudi Gatwa, not have another David Tennant series. I agree. They shouldn't do that. It just creates too much. And I don't, I'm not, I'm not liking the, the I, I like the by regeneration is pretty cool. But again, they've already done that again with that alternate reality one. But it does explain a few things, and so I'm, I'm not. It's not like the timeless. It wasn't as like, controversial oh as no. they're all making out to be. Where Russell's like, "This is going to be so controversial, all the fans are going to be mad." And I'm just like, "Oh, gee, what's he doing?" And then he, I was like, "That's it." Well, I'm not <laughs> mad at what what we saw on screen because I just explained all that. Yeah. Except now, what's the David Tennant doctor going to do? Nothing. He's just gonna sit there and when when he comes out and says, "Oh yeah, hang out with there's, there's multiple Tom Bakers and there are multiple this and multiple that," uh, and it happens every time, doesn't make any sense because we never saw it on camera, and it doesn't make any sense unless you see it. It's not canon, and technically, we didn't see Timeless Children. We saw someone talking about a story about that, but we didn't really see it because it was just, you know, don't get me started on that again. So, anyways, um, cool idea. Um, what do you guys think of um, the new Doctor, Shudi Gatwa? Like him a lot. I like his confidence. He's very charming. I like the way he kind of took charge. Mm -hmm. um, I wasn't really a fan of him not wearing trousers. I'm concerned <laughs> yeah. about cosplay, for one thing, <laughs> in conventions. <laughs> Oh, right. yeah. you're gonna see a lot of that well you never know um it did make me think of one of the characters from ghosts who also does not wear trousers well was he wearing shorts or was he just wearing underwear wearing i mean boxers. he was just wearing underwear he was wearing boxers he was wearing Why? pants because he pulled apart from 
David Tennant. And if you looked at David Tennant afterwards, oh, okay. he was wearing an undershirt underneath his vest. And, and he was just Shudigawa got what had on his his I, dress. I missed shirt. that. I missed that. Okay. And he was just wearing pants and shoes. David and Tennant shoes. lost they his both shoes. Had shoes on for some no, reason. No, David Tennant lost his shoes. Oh, did he? He was he was barefoot. Oh, so that means does David Tennant wasn't wearing pants underneath his trousers? Maybe. Yep. Hmm. He was going commando. <laughs> yep. Commando. Um. Okay, well that's 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 interesting. By the way, I, I, I did not like the um the last game. That was kind of stupid. It's the original game. It did seem kind of a letdown. Yeah. After all the drama that he was just defeated by dropping a ball. Yeah. As opposed to being tricked by the by the doctor. The whole thing I thought was pretty anticlimactic. Um and yeah. What did you think of the tooth getting picked up at the end? That made yeah, me think of what's his, the other master with Dave Tennant, whose name I can't think John of. Sim. John Sim. That's it. Yeah. I, I just hope they just crack open the tooth and he, he materializes out of it, and we don't have some bomb fire type secret blood type like in the end of time, some yeah. stupid thing like that. I hope it was just a prison. And they just crack open the tooth and out he comes. Or but who, whoever, picked who picked okay. it up? Someone with nail polish. Yeah. So, I mean, the same thing happened in, in that other episode we just talked about. Of course, this is obviously taking from... Oh, Last the, of the Time Lords. Yeah, the person. Yeah. But it's obviously taking directly from, kind of to a degree, taken from uh, the Flash Gordon movie. Where at the end you see the ring of the of Ming and it gets picked up by someone and you hear the laugh, so obviously I mean that's kind of stemming from that. I don't know who the woman is. We didn't know who the woman was that picked it up in the other one, right? Or did we ever nope. find that out? Well, we kind of sort of did. We they end up telling us what it was. Yeah, but there were fewer women on the platform, you know, for it to be. There wasn't like a whole bunch of troops out there, and why would a troop take off their glove? Well, it's well, either it, it, it sort either of came Donna, from... Mel, or the, the the girl in the wheelchair. Uh, but weren't the they brig... walking in the door and then they was... were going back in? And this hand came up from over the outside because the tooth was right on the edge of the platform. Maybe this is the big bad of the next. What they... if it's? I've heard people say it's it's Ronnie. Oh God, no! Oh, <laughs> well, interesting. I mean, it could be. Yeah, it could be the Ronnie. Or the not. or the terrible Zodan. I wouldn't mind yeah, seeing the Ronnie again. Terrible Zodan's not a Time Lord. So how, how so how you know that it was a hand of a Time Lord? Well, they're floating out over the if he was on the edge of the building, it would make sense for them to be floating in air. Pick it up from the angle. Can Time Lords fly without the, their... Well, the TARDIS can levitate. It could have been a teleportation. It could have been a jetpack. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> it's a lot of assumption just by seeing a hand that it's a Time yeah. Lord. But, um, yeah, I mean, who knows? And it's, maybe... You know what it is? It's the ghost of Margaret Thatcher. That's who picked up the, <laughs> the tooth of the I don't master. think Margaret Thatcher would have worn red nail polish like that. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's a ghost, I, and so she had to take what she can I, get in the ghost I mean, world. <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking it could be it could be Missy. Uh, mm. But they kept... But it uh, said it was the master. Wasn't Missy the master? Yeah. 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 So how could she pick up the tooth if she's inside the tooth? Well, if there are multiple doctors, there could be multiple masters. Well, remember, what we he, saw in the end of Capaldi's there were two masters. Yeah. So, but but obviously the master that got captured. Well, we don't know, but we're assuming it's the the last guy who who played him. Whatever. And it's rumored that he's going to be coming back as the yeah, master. Yeah. So. Oh, I had heard that. Russell loved Missy. Russell the, loved him. It's Missy from the past saving her herself from the future. You know what? We're oh. making all the speculation, and it's just going to be some person that was the cleaning lady. Well, maybe. And <laughs> the cleaning lady was cleaning up the. Uh, the helicopter pad and found the tooth and said, Hey, maybe I can pawn this. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter because now every single Time Lord that's ever regenerated has by regenerated and there's multiple versions of everyone. And, you know, they didn't like, say it was every single Time oh, Lord. Okay. Well, 
But Russell T. Davis can't sit there and make up reality off camera in an interview that only half the people are going to even listen to and call that canon. So hmm. um, yes, he can. He can do whatever he wants. He runs the show. Well, I mean, it doesn't mean you have to like it. Well, until he does do it, it on the TV, I'm not. I'm not buying that. I'm saying that this was a, a unique situation based on a number of factors. We don't know exactly why, and by all means, go ahead and do it. And Anyways, um, I'm looking forward to the Christmas episode to get more music of musicals. No, 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 of Shooty's <laughs> doctor because what he was only yeah. on the show for 15 minutes, but he and made really, a big impression yeah, in those 15 really minutes. Yeah, but you really don't get a feel for what his character is going to be in that 15 minutes. You need like the whole, the whole uh, episode to get kind of a more of a feel how he's going to be. I don't know. I kind of have a feel. Feel like I've got a feel for him. I mean, he came out strong. He really came out strong. I felt. Well, at least we know he's wearing pants, or I mean trousers. Trousers, yeah. If you're talking the English way, but. Hey, um, so has anyone? Has everyone seen the 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 trailer for the next for the Christmas special? Yeah. No, yes. I've been avoiding it. He's not wearing pants in that one either. What? Seriously? He's oh, wearing a so kilt. He was oh. dancing in the club in a kilt, so he technically he's not wearing pants. Kilt's okay. Kilt's is okay. better than underwear. So, um, I, I hope they don't do with this. I mean, so we get a good look at um, who's, who's Ruby? Is that mm -hmm. the yes, Ruby um, Sunday. She, she, she's every scene she's smiling. I, I hope um, it's we don't get this thing where it's like it feels like a lot like Rose. Where she's going to be like, ooh, you know, look at everyone's dying around us and I'm going to smile. But uh, um, that's just me being negative now because. No way. I don't know if the Christmas special looks that good. And I, I well, definitely ordered, the... by the way, I ordered 100 copies of that single. So, you know, because I'm, I'm hoping that that's really good with the elves dancing or whatever. But Trolls. trolls. If it's like Labyrinth, what the trolls were singing. If it's one song, the trolls singing, that's going to be yeah, fine. They look like Dobby. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean uh, and they're releasing the song and then they're taking that the proceeds are going to children in need. So I don't okay. have really that much of an issue with it. So I didn't listen to the song. I heard like a few bars of the song. I'm like, yeah, that's enough. Song doesn't come out till tomorrow. I haven't, unless it's leaked. I haven't seen it. Well, they had a they had a they had a preview of the episode after Unleashed, and they were playing some of the music, and I turned it off at that point. So as long as it's donated to children in need, it doesn't matter how bad it is. Okay. Well, okay. that's just a song. Right? We haven't seen where the context is in the episode. I'll tell you what. I, I'm looking forward to the episode. Um, I know it's a Christmas special, and I know Russell T. Davis is doing the Christmas special, so I know what to expect. The, the scening number doesn't bother me that much, actually. Um, it bothered me in this episode a little bit because... You know, you the, know, master, the master did it too. Wasn't there an episode with that that the master's mm -hmm. dancing around with? Uh, it's like, do all villains now have a dance number that they dance around to? <laughs> it yeah, seems it. The it's master has danced twice. around twice, and now the toy maker is dancing around to Spice Girls. And no, the um the master did it twice. twice. Yeah. 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 He did one with the Scissors Sisters, and he did it with the one with the Rasputin song. Okay, three times in fifteen years. <laughs> I, I sense a pattern here. Well, Davros is now. But you're grasping legs. at straws. Davros now has legs, so maybe he'll he'll come out to a, a theme song yeah. too. Yeah, God, maybe he'll come out to like so Saturday Night negative. Fever or something. And that surprises you? <laughs> no, it's just like I don't know. Can't you see anything good in this show? I did. I said I thought the dolls were creepy, and uh, the puppet scenes were pretty cool, and the dolls were creepy, and uh, yeah. And Neil Patrick Harris was really, really good. Yes. And what did you guys think of how they handled? I mean, they they didn't have much of a choice how they handled um, the wolf character. Uh, I think they did well, given what they had. To do, yeah. yeah. Originally, during the picnic table scene, they were going to make mention that he had passed, 
Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, but instead they just came up with a thing that he's out there shooting moles in his wheelchair. His yeah, which wolf, his wolf chair. Yeah, I mean, obviously in the beginning of this episode, that was a a stand-in with a wig and yeah, covered mm-hmm. him all up. Yeah, they never uh, let you see his face. But then he was. They're supposed to say at the picnic table he was supposed to be one. One that he had died, but instead they came up with he's out there shooting moles, and all you hear is a shotgun going boom, boom. Which is a bizarre substitution. I mean, if you're going to say he's doing anything, why that? Yeah, you could that, just say he was heading towards his telescope because he used to watch the stars. I mean, I feel like that's um, something that he could get arrested for because he's not like in the country or anything like that. There is some sort of urban setting or whatever, and he's he's shooting moles. He's you know, oh, we shot a neighbor or something. Aren't they I in France? To... I thought they were in France. Oh, were they in this one? Yeah. Why were they all in France? Oh. I don't know. Maybe they have a home there. Because they got in the TARDIS and they went there to they France. They've got Donna's salary. Donna's salary from Unit. She yeah, she's got bucks now. Yeah, and five weeks vacation paid. Okay, so how many how many months was this later? It didn't say. Do you do you really need to know? Does it really need to say how many say months he's later got, it was? He's got the TARDIS. Do the months it matter? Was, it was it was obviously a while later because he had taken. Yeah, daughter on a trip, and he'd taken Mel on at least one trip. Okay, even though he wasn't supposed to. So, in terms of all these these three episodes, first off, um, overall, what did you think of David Tennant returning for these three specials? Do you think it was a successful? Was it excellent? Was it? Yeah, I thought it was great. Yeah, I, I did too. I thought it I thought was, was great. I thought it was very successful. I, I thought it, really... it was a way to bring in viewers. I thought he carried the story very well. Mm-hmm. Um, and they kind of, the whole wrapping up as to why he came back seems a little far-fetched to me, but hey, I'll go with it. Um, he is the most popular doctor. Anyone who I talk to thinks of him as the doctor. So I, I think he it was a good way to launch the, the new Who, or the he's Who like, universe. Yeah, he's like this version's Tom Baker. Yes, and it was funny when Judy appeared and my, my son goes, hey, that guy was in Barbie. Yes. <laughs> Wasn't there someone else from the show? Barbie too? Wasn't. Um, Not that I'm aware of. I thought there was another character, another actor, actor, actress from Doctor Who that was in Barbie. Could be wrong. Um, I'm glad he actually said during Regeneration, Alan C. Because again, said yes. it. And he also said the same thing that Davidson said. Feels different this time. So, well, it was different this time. Yeah, <laughs> but that yeah. took it from Caves of Androzania because that was mm-hmm. one of the. There's like tons of Easter eggs in this, and I didn't write any of them down. But I think I got most of them. Yeah, I thought this was a great. I thought this was a great success, and I hope that. You know, I hope that this will carry forward into Shurigawa's seasons so that, you know, we can move on from David Tennant, but still, you know, he's still out there somewhere. I'd like to let him build his own legacy so he stands out, not just Mm -hmm. in the shadow of David Tennant. Yes. Which I think is very hard to do. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's going to be difficult. I feel sorry. I'm like, oh, you got to follow David Tennant. But Matt Smith pulled it off, so I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing the trailer after the Christmas special to see what's next. Um, but that the whole season's already in the can, so they're already filming the second one. Yeah. So we should have a decent trailer. I just wonder when they're going to start launching the, the new season. And how long are we going to have to wait? I don't think we're going to have to wait long. I think it's going to be in the spring. Because all mm-hmm. Russell's series have been in the spring. And that's usually in the spring is when they usually get their best ratings. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to see. Mm-hmm. Um, so is there anything else about this one? Um, which which was your, if you had to put them in order, the, the three specials, what would you put in order of best to worst or best to least best? <laughs> I think two, three, one. 
Mm. Yeah. I think two was the best. Yeah, two, one, three. And the other yeah. two were equally equal, in my opinion. We yeah. just had so much hype going into it. So yeah, it really, I, I, I yeah. avoided a lot of the hype, so maybe that's why I you know, didn't have such... I mean, I was excited for Neil Patrick Harris because I think he's great in everything, but mm-hmm. I didn't. Um, I I specifically didn't watch previews or see much of anything. So, well, I didn't either. But it was just really hard to escape. I mean, it seemed like it was everywhere on Facebook and Instagram and things. Maybe I don't follow enough Doctor Who stuff on. So well, that's good because then you don't get accidentally spoiled. Exactly, and, and, and you go into it with a fresh and open mind and. Because you don't know what's coming. That's mm-hmm. what I really liked about two. I know nothing about two going in, and it was such a refreshing change. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think two, two, one, and three were my order, um, and it's not a huge difference between one and three. I thought they were. No, these these three specials are great. I just hope Russell doesn't screw it up. Yeah. I don't know. I'm worried about that. I think Shruti is a his doctor is good. I think the actor portraying him is good, but it's all going to depend on the stories that are going to come out. Yeah, all the writing. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's what it always is. It's the writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Any thoughts about this one? Nope. Okay. Thanks for listening.